The Larcher and Lawrence Hit Sports Show. Wow. I just, that's just, wow. If you're listening live, thank you so much. We do appreciate it. You're on Blog Talk Radio. We do the show weekly every Wednesday, every Thursday now, Al. It's on Thursday. It is Thursday. Yeah. Every Thursday night we do it. Uh, this is episode 102. Must see podcast. Yeah. We started at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can find us at Larcher Lawrence on Twitter. We're on Facebook as well. We got a YouTube channel. Tonight with us, speaking of all of those social media type things, uh, John's in here uh, tweeting tweeting out uh, to listeners, taking your comments, taking your questions. Is that right, Al? Sure. Yeah. He's a portal of information. We'll do it all. Hey, John. What's up, man? How's it going? It's good. It's good to have you here. Uh, Glad to be here, guys. <laughs> it's nice having, you know, somebody to handle the tweeting, because I don't know what the hell is going on with that. Me neither. If they were the well, Rosebud Cubs, I bet you they'd win a World Series in the next all right, four years. A lot to talk about. Your Chicago Bears is one of them. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about the damn Bears. There's more Wrigley Field news going on. Uh, the Bulls. All set. Season's ready to roll. Well, Kicks hold, off next Wednesday night. Hold the horses. It looks like Noah's hurt. Uh-oh. He was just taking it easy, right? Well, he had some minor knee uh, surgery and inside sources in the Bulls organization saying this is going to be a problem this year. It's going to be consistent. Wow. So, wow. don't mean to rain on your parade, but it's raining, buddy. Joining us before the bottom of the hour tonight is going to be Jeff Kane. Uh, at Boston Fat Guy on the Twitter. He is the beat manager for CLNSRadio.com out in Boston. Wow. We're going to get the inside scoop. I've never been to Boston, but I, please come to Boston. She said no. You just come home to me. Is that whose song is that? That's a little David Allen Coe. And I think Tanya Tucker cut it. I'm not mistaken. Wow. A little country info that no right. one really cares about. I don't know. I, the first time uh, the Red Sox played at Wrigley Field, I was working over at Todd's, and just nice. Everyone was really nice. Yeah. I like a lot of Boston's. I love Boston, Boston Cream Donuts. That's good. My favorite donut. Uh, Dunkin' Donut is actually a, that's a Boston. Is it? Yeah. Did that know that? Yeah. Uh, you're listening to us. That's my partner, Al Larcher. And that's Clark Lawrence, the man, the myth, the legend, seven-time Grammy winner. Give us a call tonight. We'll take uh, we'll take some uh, questions from you. We'll take your calls here uh, in a little bit. We'll open up the phone lines, and uh, that number there is 888-787-4827. The wonderful Lauren is here to take your phone calls tonight. You can text us on the text line. 773-559-5189. Get you right in touch. It goes directly to me. It's actually the uh, the larger <laughs> text line. You trying to get a date now? Well, I mean, if, if anybody, I'm sure there's some hot women listening tonight to the Larcher and Lawrence and Chicago talk sports thingy. Yeah, yeah, there's got to be a ton. I mean, I, yeah, that's our top demographic, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you didn't want to talk Bears at all. Do you want to tonight? Yeah, you know what? Now, listen. Now I'm mad. Now it's just everything's a cluster. Everything is horrible. And I, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. We, we beat these teams. We shouldn't beat, 
and then we lose to the damn teams that we should be. It, that's just what's going on. And now this week we got a team in a game we should not win, so who knows? Maybe this is when, uh, boom, maybe this is how it happens. Maybe this okay. is the win. I, it, I don't know. It, things are going to have to go a little differently, I'll, I think, for him. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking earlier, what do you think they roll Cutler out a little bit? Maybe build his confidence up with, with a little bit of that. Why don't they uh, hand the ball off to Matt Forte? You got the best running back in football right now, today, playing on your team, and he gets two touches in the first half. Two damn touches, Clark. But, but Al, they called, they, called four, uh, they called four plays. They called four running plays, and they had, uh, they had to audible out of two. Okay, so four running plays in the first half of football yeah, with a guy who's that's awesome. Not that's not good. Wouldn't you want to use somebody who's awesome like that to set up this great passing game of Tressman's? You would think. Lately, the thought is, they got it figured out. Yeah. I mean, the NFL has, has it. They, they understand what he's doing. Well, he's not, he's not throwing a new wrinkle into the system. I, I had to assume that Tressman was smarter than this. You know, as I talk about him all the time, I have a fondness of, of Mark Tressman. I was very happy with the hire. A year ago, we thought this man was a genius, but so often with geniuses, you find out they're just really good salesmen more than they are geniuses. Well, and there you go. And lately, he's been tripping over words, uh, caught in a couple, like, basically lying yeah. uh, up there. I mean, I think he's smart with the media. I always thought he was, saying the right things. I feel like he talks he to the media all the time, too, more than, more than Lovey does. did. He says too much. It's almost like, you know what, if you've got nothing to say, shut up. Just stop talking. Well, I, I don't want to hear about the process anymore. Well, I want to see the process. Maybe we can ask Jeff Gain about it a little bit. Uh, Bill Belichick, for one. Yeah. I mean, he, he knows how to handle me. Well, there's a guy who, you know, when you look at him from outside of Boston, everyone thinks he's a genius, yeah. thinks he's amazing. I wonder if yeah. they have questions about him. I know. I, I'm interested to find that, actually. He'll be on here shortly uh, before the bottom of the hour. We're going to be talking with him. Yeah. We'll get to that soon. Well, beautiful. Yeah, I just think, you know how when you watch a game, and you're watching with Jay Cutler, and you know after that first, that first drive, uh, whether it's three and out or whatever, you could tell a difference in how confident he is back there. Mm-hmm. If he's jumping around, then you're antsy about it. You're like, oh, we could still win even if he's not. But then you see him like after the big hit in San Francisco, after the hit in Atlanta. You know, he kind of came to, and he, well, and he, he was just a, set. He gets that incredible Hulk mentality. I mean, he's got to get angry yeah. before he can play good. And Take uh, some red kryptonite or something. Right. Is that, where's, what about, that's what's the makes, green kryptonite? Uh, green makes him weak. Red makes him, like, angry. Superman? Yeah. I didn't I was, know there was I red learned it watching. Green. I watched, like, the first three seasons of that Smallville show. Oh, my God. It then took three seasons before old. he could fly. I'm too old of a guy to be watching. Three seasons? Good. That guy had okay. no superpower. It was the boring, okay. most dull show well, on television. He did the red kryptonite. But this Jay Gotham, Cutler, though. let's roll him out. Let's let's run a couple of run plays with Cutler. Have you watched Gotham? You've seen him. He does all right. No, Gotham's pretty watch. damn good, man. It uh, it's about the commish. Right. Yeah. He's just like a he's level a, one. It's cop. a detective show, and yeah. he's just he's the lead detective. He's a rookie. Oh, you would love it with your fondness of NYPD Blue. I do. Yeah, absolutely. This he's, has got to be your show. He's like a young Sipowitz, minus the alcohol and uh, hookers. Were you a fan of the commish? With that, uh, with that guy? No. Yeah. Never watched it. I liked that Michael Chiklis better than older badass Michael Chiklis. Oh, in Breaking Bad? No, 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 no. Michael Chiklis. Uh, oh. That's the a different guy? The, uh, the FX show. The cop show. JB, <laughs> what's that cop one called? Uh, that was... Um... Oh, man. The one on FX? I totally forgot yeah. it, too. I remember him as the commission as well. Where he's beating people up in it. That's when he shaved his head. He went... Bald. Oh. 
You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I do. Oh, I'm going to open up IMDb, up. guys. I'm on it. Oh, Hold our social second. media guy yeah, might be able to get to the bottom of it. A little research. Hold like on that. one second. You're right. listening well, to we'll the Larcher and Lawrence's Sports Show, guys. It's episode 102. Here's, here's the thing with this game this week. You think there's no chance that the Bears have. You think that this is, listen, we're going to go in there and we're going to get our asses kicked. And you know what? I got my ass kicked this week and uh, we got the answer. What? what uh, it's the shield. The shield, that's oh, right. Jesus. You know, you know people watch are listening to this on podcasts and whatever, just like, you idiots. It's the shield. And there's the people shield. probably proud that we don't know it was the yeah. shield. Um, you say there's no way the Bears can win this game because we're, we're, we're idiots. And uh, we're poorly coached, and uh, we got babies for receivers, and we got babies for quarterbacks, and we got babies playing defense, and the whole damn thing is crumbling. But our strength is, our weakness is we can't stop the read option. But when we get a quarterback who stands in the pocket and throws, we tend to play better. We okay. play we yeah. play better on the kind of field that New England has, as opposed to our shit. We don't even I don't even want to get started on that damn field they're putting out at Soldier Field. It's garbage. It's an it's an embarrassment to the NFL. And if I was uh, Goodell, I, I would stop with the whole damn proceedings. I would get on a plane. I would go there and I would talk to whoever was in charge of that field, and I would get it straightened out. Yeah. I don't understand why it is that way. It almost helped them get the victory, though. Like, they, they almost had a chance to we're, be in that we're game. We're not a defensive team anymore. We're an offensive team. We play better on turf. Okay. It's an yeah. advantage. We have speed. We have big guys. It's an advantage to have a proper field, and we don't even have that right now. I mean, there's just so many problems. So many problems. So how do we win? Well, you got a pack, you got a pocket passer in Brady. Mm-hmm. you got um, a team that's angry. We can get. We got a weak offensive line. The Patriots don't have a strong uh, passing block scheme going there. Yes. I think pro, pro Football Focus has them uh, ranked pretty low. Okay. So we can get some Radcliffe, you know, playing dominant, pushing up the center. We can play a little defense, force them out of their pattern, get mistakes, and then on the opposite, their secondary is not the greatest. Yeah. We got our big, tall, strong receivers. Mm-hmm. Their main pass rusher, which is how they've been dominating on defense, um, Chandler Jones. Not playing this week. Okay. Who, by the way, we could have had instead That's of that waste right. of a space. What's his name? McClellan. Yeah, McClellan. McClunkin at this he point. He was back. Did you even catch that? I don't he care. He was back in uniform. No one noticed. And is Bostic going to come back? Bostic is probably going to play this week. Um, are it's they like Fuller's going to play? Give the kids a chance. The, uh, the linebackers who did all right down in Atlanta. I would hope you, you got to start thinking of other options. You got to start looking. You cannot have McClunkin out there keep playing. I agree. That's a disaster. Let me tell you this. It was nice to see Ratliff get a little recognition. I mean, three and a half sacks, man. Yeah. That was a, that was a bright spot. And, and that's what everyone looks back to now that you can think about for there being a bright spot. It, it would be that. And it was nice to see, especially after the week before, when you heard him saying to Willie Young that he's, you know, he's setting up the double teams. He's, he'll take the double right. teams so Young can get the sacks. Yeah. So you, if you give to the others, you're going to see the reward. Sure. We've learned that uh, with Comedy Accident on the stage. There you go. Look at that. Set up your man. That's it. Look at me taking the high road there. 888-787-4827. Lauren is here to take your calls. Give us a ring. JB, B. Is it J-F-U-G-G-I-N-B? That's correct. On Clark. Twitter. That's correct. Okay. Uh, hit him up there or hit him up at Larcher Lawrence, and the hashtag is uh, hashtag LL Show. Hashtag LL Show. I, know, I like that. Yeah, there weren't been a nice ring. Uh, it hadn't been used for a while, so. Oh, oh did you check to see when the yeah. last LL show? What was the dominant LL show before uh, that? You know, there is like an L&L show that's following us. There's, it's not, it's like laundry and lap. I don't know. Laundry I and laughs? I have no idea what it is. 
They were following That's us on delightful. Twitter. Huh? It is. Oh, it definitely is. Get one of those K-cup things that make the tea and, uh, you know, listen to the ladies talk about laundry and laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these uh, New England Patriots, uh, they opened the season against the Dolphins. You remember that? Do you remember the outcome in that one? I didn't. Uh, they opened it up at, at Miami, and the Dolphins 33, Patriots 20, yeah. right out the gate. Right, and everybody rode off the Patriots pretty early. Well, it was they won a couple, and then they, they lost that big one to the Chiefs, and that's when Belichick got mad. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it'll be nice to, to find out from a guy out of Boston just uh, what it's like being there to follow him. To, uh, well, I got a big question, because last week, you know, I've been playing the uh, DraftKings. Oh, yeah. And I've been doing really well. Right. I was up to, I think, uh, $500 in winnings going into last week. Mm-hmm. Last week, dropped the ball, $200 wagered, 195 lost. Whoa. I did, on that $5 game, I won a ticket for a $100 game. Okay. So I can't, I can't break it up. It's not like I won $100. I got a ticket to play in a $100 game, a big game. So now, you, can you play this week in a $100 game, or can you save it? Well, I could save it, but of course I played it. And you, I had many options where like, I could get into a league with 33 guys, and the top 13 people win $300. Okay. That wasn't enough for me. And by the way, I won an 11-person league on that $5 to get the $100 ticket. So I went into the, now I'm playing for a $1,000 ticket. Wow. Me versus 11 other guys. So that's exciting. Um, okay, so how much money is in play? Right now on DraftKings. Well, I'm wagering another two hundred plus the hundred dollar ticket. Okay, so about three hundred because you won the but you won the one ticket. So right. You won. Okay, that's all right. And then uh, where are you standing uh, right now? Are you still ahead? Well, no, I lost two hundred, so I'm I'm still ahead three hundred dollars. You're ahead three hundred dollars. Ahead three hundred dollars. Beginning of the season or the beginning of your time. Yeah, right? I started about week three. DraftKings. DraftKings, okay. yeah. And right. I actually would have won uh, about half my money back if Peyton Manning wasn't pulled from the game. I was That's what you five said. points short, and you were very he, upset he got pulled. Well, I lost in the Trader Todd's League, and I sat uh, Hillman. Okay. I, I had picked him up the week before because I knew I might need him. I started Bradshaw against Billy yeah. because, if you recall, I, I traded for Bradshaw. I traded him Russell Wilson, right? who at the time was my third quarterback. Yeah, because you got Jay Cutler and uh, Philip Rivers. So, anyways, so that's what I got. Russell Wilson blew up in that game against St. Louis that they ended up losing. Yeah. He had like 43 points in our league. Yeah. It was amazing. So, he, he beat me with him. It was like sweet success. It's like wow. the it guy gets traded. Story. Beats, yeah, definitely. It's the Steve Smith. As you were saying with your draft. Well, this week I, this week I got burnt on uh, Marshawn Lynch. I thought he was going to have a big game. Sucked ass. And then... Uh, Giannardo Bernard, or the, the Cincinnati guy. Giannardo Bernard, yeah. Who got, he got absolutely eaten up. Uh, he got hurt. My two guys, he did, but he came back in the game. My two guys I spent the most money on under-delivered besides Peyton Manning. The rest of the roster dominated. If those two guys would have put up 15 points each, I yeah. would have won a lot of money. Well, I've got a half hour to make a decision right now. Is Giovanni Bernard going to be healthy enough to, to play in a game this week? Because I need to know if I'm going to start him or if I'm going to start uh, Hillman tonight with Denny. Yeah. I mean, you know, Peyton Manning could just unload and well, throw two touchdowns to everybody. Denver always puts up points. Right. This week I'm not playing the Thursday game, so I can't have any of the players in the Thursday game. I got Tom Brady as my quarterback. I've got a little bit of, the Bears. a little bit more than a half hour after our show to to check it out. Yeah. To take a look. But so that's how much I believe uh New England's gonna win this game this week. Tom Brady is my quarterback in the money league. I also got him on Bradshaw. 
which could be okay. trouble. Not yep. happy about that. Eddie Lacy, Des Bryant, Brandon Marshall. So on the flip side, I do think Marshall's going to score this week. Okay. I think he might have. I mean, there was the big blow-up. I don't know if you've been following that. Yeah, of course. Post-game last week in uh, Miami, after the uh, the big uh, loss to the Dolphins, Brandon Marshall had a hissy fit in the locker room, and uh, Jake Long blamed the fans, yep. and everybody was pissed off. Yeah, the media and the uh, fans are not happy with this team at all. Brandon Marshall yelled at the kicker, Robbie Gold, possible uh, one of the greatest kickers in the history You're of football. You're just the kicker. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, it's just been trouble all week. And Brandon Marshall has not been playing like – he it's he's been playing like shit since the whole uh, – the whole uh, what's that lady's name? The lawyer, the New York lawyer who called him out over the oh, NFL yeah, and stuff. Oh, yeah, I forget her name. And then Brandon Marshall had his little press, conference, press conference. They let him do and what he wants. He's just – he hasn't it, – it's been ugly. It's not ugly. Well, That's Al, the wrong word. It's not well, that bad. Al, but, as far as uh, mental mental health goes, I mean – show been pretty open about it that we believe that there needs to be a little more attention on it and i appreciate brandon's marshall's efforts with it sure but do you believe that that's the correct way to handle it should the team give him carte blanche to do what he wants well, right now that's the theory that there's no one has any control over him whatsoever and he's running the locker room and he's not a very good runner you know what i'm most mad about is the fact that we're talking about it because if the bears were five and two right now we wouldn't be talking yeah, about who it. cares nobody, nobody cares about any of this no stuff. Nobody's talking about diabetes and Jay Cutler. Nobody's, you know. Why can't we win anything. at noon? Why can't, can't win we win at noon, at, noon I, at home? I keep pointing it out. I Is know it the diabetes? We haven't won a game at noon, and we haven't lost a game at another time. So if we can get this game in Boston delayed somehow, is there storms? Is there a hurricane? You know, just, I don't want it to hit. Just right. something. Maybe the lights go out. The lights going yeah, out I think bad. Boston's had its share of tragedy lately. Well, I'm not so looking. I, I would you not know. be looking for that, Al. Well, well no, I know. I realize that. But, I mean, yeah. Anyway, any time other than noon would be Maybe the Bears' game. plane gets delayed. You know, there's some kind of uh, issue with the plane. Yeah. And the plane gets delayed. They show up late, and they just say, hey, can we maybe push this to three? Yeah. I mean, we give, we give it a shot. Did you know Bob Kraft? It's Bob, right? Bobby? I, I've never met him. No. The Kraftman who owns yeah. uh, the Patriots? Mm-hmm. He's got a barber shop in his house. Does he really? Yeah. Now, I imagine the barber doesn't have to come by too often. No, I right. I think it's it's dark most of the time, and then when he wants it's a haircut, he calls week, the guy right? over, and then he can just turn up. The guy opens up the shop, up. and he goes down, and he sits at the barber He's shop. Probably got a pretty nice TV in his barber shop. I would imagine. I, would I picture imagine. if I was that rich, I think I would own like a mall. I would buy a mall and turn it into my house. Al, turn I'm, the bedding store into my bedroom. I'm a 35 year old man now, and I think I'm ready to find my barber. Okay. The other day, I went over to the, one of the one of the chains, one of the local sporty chains. I won't name them by name, but and they did a good job. They do a fine job, but I'm ready to go to an actual right. like, neighborhood barber. Uh, maybe they serve. Maybe maybe they'll hand you some beers. You know, find my find my own person. Yeah. I yeah, did. I remember when I lived in a small town. It was of course there were like two options. Yeah. And the one guy would talk fishing, and the other guy wouldn't talk. So I would go to the guy who, who talked fishing. Okay. And I get a haircut. It was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was nice. I know what you're saying. At that time, I'd like to have a beer. Although, watching watch sports while getting a haircut is all right, too. Jay Cutler on uh, wide receiver Brandon Marshall's outburst. He didn't say my name. Wow. I feel like we should play Destiny's Child say my name. Okay. Is, is that what he's talking about with afterwards with the media when he talked about leaders on the team and he didn't say Jay Cutler's name? Yeah. Yeah, I think 
Is that what he's talking about? I think so. He's referring so to he's that. He's talking about the blow-up that was actually in there. But I don't believe there's any issue between those two guys. Me I really don't. Me neither. They're, they're like, I really believe that they're like brothers. I, I guarantee you they're not talking about that in, in Boston. Well, that's just Any an organization. I mean, that's What's just that? they, they, somebody. Don't, they don't like somebody. They just get rid of them. Well, I think it's interesting. They you, ship them to Siberia, or it used to be the Cleveland Browns. As a fan of the NFL, the the New England Patriots have always been one of the bigger ones for you. Yeah, they're my right? second favorite team. Yeah, I have a Patriots hat. I like them. They run a good football organization, and I felt bad for them after the '85 Super Bowl. I was a kid with compassion. I was a compassionate kid. Okay, so. That's good. I, I, I did translate into adulthood, but what do you, what do you think of the of the new uniform compared to that one, to the to the old one? Oh, I used to like the Patriot in the, yeah. the, the three point stands. Yeah, that was uh, that. I think was why I fell in love with them. I'm like, why is that guy wearing a funny hat? I like wearing funny hats, and this guy obviously loves football. So, uh-huh. yeah, cool. they should bring that guy back. Again tonight, we have uh, JB's in here answering your tweets at Larcher Lawrenson is our Twitter handle. Use the hashtag LL Show. Hashtag LL Show with your questions, JB. We're going to read those later, but right now we can actually uh, ask him about it uh, tonight. Right now on the line on the Trader Todd's Dockside Burger Bar Hotline is uh, Jeff Kane. Uh, Jeff Kane from uh, CLNSRadio.com. How you doing today, sir? I'm good, guys. How you doing today? Well, looking forward to this game Sunday, uh, not not so well. Well, let me just tell you, before we get into game talking, um, all the old Pat Patriot uh, logo reminds me of a Super Bowl 20, 46-10 route by the Bears. <laughs> that's uh, pretty, pretty scary. Yeah, maybe that's, why, yeah, maybe that's why you guys were so happy to get rid of it and get that weird head thing going on. Because from here, we enjoy seeing that seeing that logo again. I mean, and maybe that is why. I'd, I'd never even thought about that. I don't mean it rude or anything. But, uh, yeah, that game, we're still talking about it here in Chicago. Yeah, we, you know, from time to time we talk about it here in New England, and uh, we've had some uh, offensive uh, fireworks lately, uh you know, getting to the Super Bowl a few times in the last 15 years, but <laughs> we'll see that, what happens. That heals all the wounds is when you got multiple Super Bowls and we're still looking for – hell, we got we just made one. That's all we've done. Yeah. It's getting it's getting angry. So what's going on tonight, guys? Let's, let's talk a little bit about the game, right? Well, I think that's what we're looking to do here, that's for sure. Uh, Al? How do you feel – do you feel the Bears have any chance or are you pretty much – feeling like we are in Chicago, that this is uh, not looking good for our Bears. Well, uh, in without trying to piss off in the entire Patriots nation, I, I do believe the Bears have a chance. Um, the Bears have a very good road team. I mean, you guys are 3-1 and one on the road. And you have two players that do stuff on offense. The Patriots have a very hard time stopping, and that's Matt Forte and Marcellus Bennett. The Patriots have a very hard time to containing the middle of the field against tight ends. And, you know, Bennett's your second leading wide receiver, um, uh, sorry, wide receiver, receiver, and catching the ball as a tight end. Uh, very tough there. And then, of course, stopping them on Matt Forte, uh, extremely good running back from my eyes, looking at it from the East Coast out to you guys sitting in, uh, you know, the Windy City and looking at uh, Matt Forte. Not only does he uh, run the ball well, but he catches well out of the backfield. 
And over the last three or four years, the Patriots have had a real tough time containing the running backs that catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, I do believe that the Patriots have a bit of an advantage because it is in Gillette Stadium uh, where they have a great record, especially in October, um, under Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. So I'm looking at it as it's going to be a very tough-fought game between two pretty good franchises uh, over the years. And uh, to be honest with you guys, the Bears versus the Patriots was my Super Bowl pick uh, before the season started. Wow. That was, wow, that's that's a bold pick. Uh, we definitely have used that term here, Alan, I have. Yeah. Well, Jeff, you talked me off the edge a little because um, I, I get I what you're trying to. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I want to be supremely confident here, but, uh, you know, well, with all the injuries to the Patriots, it's tough. You also don't have Chandler Jones playing this week, and your pass rush is what makes your defense work. And uh, our offensive line been playing better, been playing good. And uh, that, that I'm not going to say that favors us because your offense is far better than our defense, but it does play to our strengths where we can't stop a read option. That, I mean, that's our weakness, and where we're able to take away some of your guys' offensive strengths uh, with a pocket, pocket uh, passer. Of course, that pocket passer is Tom Brady, which is, you know, used to be one of the great. Are you guys feeling he's slipping a little? Because that's kind of the national perspective. Well, you know, it's funny because if you would talk to anyone in New England uh, or the majority of people in New England three weeks ago after the Kansas City Chiefs debacle on Monday night, uh, everyone in town, sports radio and all that stuff, was sitting there, all right, Brady's done, let's move on from out him, and, and you know, it's time. Bill Belichick's lost his team, and, and, you know, three games later where Brady, you know, hasn't thrown an interception, has thrown nine touchdowns, uh, they're starting to think that uh, Tom Brady is back. Um, listen, he's not the same quarterback that he was in 2007, and he's not the same quarterback that he was in 2011. Brady looks to me more of the quarterback that he was in the 2003 and 2004 seasons where he could take over a game, but he needs some help from his friends to uh, to, to win, that being the defense and also a balanced attack. Um, and unfortunately for the Patriots, sometimes they don't stay as balanced as they should. Yeah. I never, you know, I like playing fantasy, and I'm always sketchy with your running backs. I mean, uh, Vereen, sometimes he turns it on, and other times I, I, he just, you know, they don't go to him. Belichick just constantly rotating, and it's frustrating as a fantasy guy. No, it sure is. <laughs> it's been frustrating for years. Uh, you know, when you play fantasy football, you like to take, uh, you know, at least someone from your own team. And, and for a long time, we wondered, all right, who could that running back be? The only time the Patriots ever really had a running back that you could rely on was was Corey Dillon back in the 2004 and and in the 2005 season as far as running backs for fantasy. Uh, they played musical chairs at the running back position. Um, you know, Stephen Ridley was their bell cow. Uh, he did have some uh, issues with uh, ball security. And uh, Shane Vereen uh, was a great change of pace uh, back, being able to catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, they used him a lot in delays, draws, and, and screens. Uh, as long as as well as wheel routes out of the backfield, um, what they need to do really with him is with Vereen, um, you know, now the basically the starting running back with Stephen Ridley out for the season with a torn MCL and, and ACL is that they really need to uh, rely more on Vereen to run on a traditional sets and an undrafted uh, free agent who came out of Notre Dame and Jonas Gray. Uh, they brought him up off the practice squad a couple uh, last week before the game. He ended up getting three carries. Uh, the thing with the Patriots is, as I said, um, one of the big things we've looked at is 
Josh McDaniels and the way he calls his offense, without having that thumper at running back, uh, he gets a little one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Again, we're talking tonight with Jeff Kane uh, at Boston Fat Guy. We got him for a couple minutes more here, I think. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Jeff, what um, what do you know about Eastern Illinois University? Other than the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo and Tony Romo came from there, not a whole lot. I'm pretty sure the first ever Jimmy John's. Are you familiar with the? Uh, there's a, a chain here in the Midwest, a sandwich shop called Jimmy John's, and the first one ever is from there. That's about all I know besides what you just said. Uh, what do you know about Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you think that he can be that next guy to step in? That's the hope in New England here. I mean, I think we all look at uh, Tom Brady, and, I mean, listen, we've had a amazing run with him over since 2000 and one when he took over for an injured Drew Blood. So, uh, you know, I think really, realistically, Brady's probably got two to three more years as a very good um, quarterback in this league. Um, I think he's teetering on the outside of the top five in the league right now. He has the ability to still be number, you know, five or better, but uh, he's slipping away. So as far as Jimmy Garoppolo goes, listen, um, he has good football smarts. Uh, He gets rid of the ball fast. Um, And and that's one of the things that uh, endeared him to New England Patriots fans in the preseason is the fact that he was able to make quick decisions. He seemed to pick up, um, you know, the offense fairly well which was kind of crazy because, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to um, sit at, uh, at practice for a couple practices uh, with the media um, at Gillette Stadium this year. And that was one thing we looked at. Garoppolo looked slow, but you put him onto the field and he was a gamer. Um, he was able to make quick reasons, and that's one of the reasons that you saw the Patriots uh, trade uh, Ryan Mallett to the Houston Texans is because Garoppolo seemed to really grasp what he was trying to do. He's, he's, you know, he's got it up top. Um, and it's just a matter of time to get the adjustment between, uh, you know, the Division One AA or, or subdivision series, as they call it now, uh, to becoming an NFL quarterback. Um, you know, I'm not ready to crown him and throw him in the Hall of Fame just yet, uh, but let's face it, if you're, you're only as good as your quarterback in the NFL and you look at some of the teams that, you know, haven't had quarterbacks in a long time, you look at, like, the Buffalo Bills and Miami Dolphins still uh, searching to replace uh, Jim Kelly and uh, – and Dan Marino, respectively, and, and even the uh, Denver Broncos. You know, they went to the Super Bowl last year, but they had to go out and get a uh, future Hall of Famer in his own and Peyton Manning to replace John Elway after all those yeah. years. So hopefully the Patriots uh, have seen something uh, to come in and, and replace Brady at some point. I just hope it's not for the next couple of years. Well, you guys are clearly entering a rebuilding time, a new era in New England. Do you feel Belichick is still the guy? I mean, is he still the best coach in football? Um, I think Belichick is still one of the best coaches in football. Um, and and I'm, a lot of people in New England get after and say, you know, oh, Belichick the GM takes down Belichick the head coach. And, and I'm not one of those guys to say there because they've been ravaged with injuries over the last uh, three or four years. I mean, whether it be Rob Gronkowski going down a couple times or, or our defensive captains Rod Mayo who uh, missed all of uh, but six games last year and now is out for the year this year. Uh, they still made it to the AFC Championship game three years in a row. I still think Bill Belichick is a very, very good co- uh, coach in the NFL. I think some of the issues rely on his uh, offense and defense coordinators and coaches there. He doesn't have the same trusted uh, coaches that he had in the past. I mean, when the Patriots, you know, won three Super Bowls in four years, it was the Holy Trinity here. It was, it was uh, you know, Charlie Weiss and Romeo Cornell along with Bill Belichick. 
and together they, you know, were able to put together uh, that Bella Belichick mind, and 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 all went in the same direction. Uh, right now, one of the big complaints out of New England media and fans is that, uh, you know, there's no one really that challenges uh, Bill Belichick. Uh, so I think that's one of the things there. I still think he can lead this team. Listen, he's not getting any younger. He's 62 years old. Um, but I do believe he is still a uh, upper echelon coach that uh, can lead this team even without Tom Brady. Well, hey, Jeff, I really appreciate you being on here. Uh, again, Jeff Kane at Boston Fat Guy on Twitter. Uh, he's the beat manager for CLNSRadio.com. Uh, you do the Patriots Beat podcast. When does that come out? Uh, Patriots Beat podcast uh, releases every uh, Friday at 5.30 a.m. In fact, we uh, we record on Thursday night, night after uh, okay. after I get off the show. Be sure to give you guys a plug. And okay. also do the uh, Patriots postgame show after uh, every single Patriots game for CLNS Radio. Okay, that's pretty great. Well, it's been a pleasure to have you on. I love Boston. Uh, the first time the Red Sox came to play here, for a city that I've never been to, I really love it. First time they came to play at Wrigley, I was working in the neighborhood. The fans were the nicest, just happy to be around. Uh, I've, I've always had a I, Brian Scalabrini. I'd like to thank you for him for his bullshit, <laughs> that's for sure. And then, of course, Tom well, Thibodeau. Uh, so we do appreciate having you on, brother. Yeah, no, actually, just one thing that I, I'd like to say to the city of Chicago, um, you guys are just great sports fans and a great city altogether. I mean, uh, when the Bruins played, uh, you know, the Blackhawks a couple of years ago, uh, you know, they of course lost to the Blackhawks in six games. What a, uh, unbelievable series that was. And the fans just, um, you know, you guys, you guys know, it. you guys know your baseball, you know, your football, your hockey, and of course your basketball with having, uh, you know, Michael Jordan. And, uh, from now until the day I die, I'll always remember, um, you know, on a Chicago sports page right after the, uh, attacks on the Boston Marathon. Uh, they came out with "We Are Chicago Patriots," Chicago Red Sox, Celtics, and and uh, and, and Patriots, and, and all that stuff. And it it just shows the class of the city. And guys, thank you very much for having me on. And and good luck to you guys on Sunday. Same to you. It's been a pleasure, and uh, look forward to this. And you were very insightful. We, we I think we learned a lot here today about uh, the Patriots organization. That's awesome. Appreciate it, man. All right, guys. Have a great night. Take it easy. Thanks a lot. That was Jeff Kane of uh, Patriots Beat with uh, CLNSRadio.com. And I realize I realize I have a Chicago accent. It was it was nice see, hearing a. Uh, oh, that wasn't that nice. The the hockey, well, a little hockey talk. You know, and seeing like uh, their their uh, police officers on standing out there and talking like their chief of police and everything. Yeah. You know, seeing a press conference with him, it's like seeing a Chicago and just with a weird accent. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's, it's weird it's, to me. It's very Boston is very much Chicago and Chicago yeah. is very much Boston. We're both Irish Catholic cities who yeah. you know built well, up. Uh when I was wrapping it up, when I was wrapping up uh the talking and I was bringing up, you know, what I loved about Boston sports, I forgot to mention the Tuck Rule. Uh the night of the Tuck Rule, I'll never forget. I can just go look that date up and figure out the date that I got my one and only DUI back in college at Northern Illinois. It's a nice historical day for you. It is. It is. So I can always find the date. It was big. I think when everybody I was, learned a lesson that When day. I was looking for car insurance again, because it goes off your record after 10 years. Oh, thank God. Oh, I just got kicked off of my car insurance because I said I was married because it was the like half the price, half the rate. And they wanted proof. And I'm like, no, she's out of the country. And they dropped me. <laughs> Wow. Give us a call. We'll answer your questions. 888-787-4827. 888-787-4827. Or you can text us on the text line. 773-559-5189. He is Clark Lawrence. And he is Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the third. 
Lawrence here taking your calls. J Fuggin B on Twitter. J F U G G I N. Fuggin B. Yeah, that's his Twitter handle. Pretty pretty good one. Uh, he's here taking your questions on social media. Uh, he's the one who's tweeting for us tonight. What What's your favorite tweet that you've sent out so far tonight, there, uh, JB? Um, like, I'm asking you to pick your <laughs> own favorite. Yeah, yeah, into the microphone. I liked uh, what what Jeff had to say about you're only as good as your quarterback. Yeah, true. Yeah, I as, thought that was uh, very uh, insightful. As Bears fans, we could testify to that. Yeah. Uh, we said it before when he got the contract and everything. We we said you're you're signing a quarterback who's going to win you some games, but he's going to lose you some games. And so far, they're winning ones that we're not expecting them to. They're losing they're losing the games that we're, we're, we think they could win. It's really uh, it's just going to be that kind of a season for the Bears. It's going to be that kind of a year, and that's what we're going to do. You know, he got me thinking now with my drafting Kings team. I got Zach Ertz as my starting tight end. Okay. I got Brandon Marshall as a receiver. I'm thinking about maybe downgrading Marshall and picking up uh, Martellus. Oh, that'd be all right. You know, I mean, he's saying they're weak against yeah. that, that middle. You ever hear anything about that Jimmy Garoppolo I was talking about, Al? Oh, you know who else I came from I was wondering a little surprised. You, meant, you forgot one that guy. I always talk about him. What's that? Great football coach, great football mind. Bill Parcells. Shannon Sharp. Oh. Eastern Illinois. No, are you kidding me? Yeah. Did you look that up? No, I just know that because that's where my dentist was. Doctor Bangkok took out my wisdom teeth down in uh, Charleston, oh, you Illinois, know that. from the days in Paris, Illinois. Back when I was on the old radio down oh, there. Brilliant. So, wow. Yeah. yeah, give us a tweet at at Larcher Lawrence and write to us on the old Facebook. However you want to get a hold of us, that'd be all right. Well, you know what I'm doing after the game on uh, Sunday. I am going to tune into uh, Jeff Kane Kaner's show there on. Uh, CL, what is Me CL, too. CLNSradio.com? It's uh, com. You can follow him for uh, for some updates there, at Boston Fat Guy. Did you see earlier, I pointed that out, that out of the four of us on the show tonight, my Twitter name was the weakest. Larger than life, Yeah, at Boston Fat Guy is who he is. And you're probably the thinnest, too. And then J, J Fug and B. Well, yeah, I guess. That's, I mean, that's something. I'm just trying to give you a positive. Well, we're both Since working you, on it. Yeah, well... <laughs> You taking a pause? I am. I'm taking a break. You take, you hibernating, hibernating for winter. But I'm in, I'm within a ten pound range, and I have not. I've been the same weight since I stopped my diet at your uh, uh, bachelor party when we went to okay. get those hookers. You haven't gained, huh? You haven't gained. I haven't gained. I haven't lost. You know what? Time. I haven't gained either, and I'm not paying attention to my my app deal. Uh, but you're a jawbone guy, right? No, I'm free. No, you were. I was a jawbone. I'm looking to get something. Yeah. I will go back. Do you Free of the robot running your life now? A little bit. I mean, it, it feels good to be able to just eat and, you know. Yeah. But then it also feels bad when I step on the scale and it's like, uh huh. Yeah, it's, you know, we're not working here. But there's, I know a stripper and she was on Facebook and she mentioned she was looking for somebody to work out with. And uh, so, of course, I replied. Turns out we go to the same gym. Oh, really? So I think that might be the motivation that you're, takes me to the next level. I was thinking about working with Teddy, whatever but you need. this might be more of you're, a... You're at export as well, right? I am an export, export guy. Yeah. By you. I'm an export guy. Um, they're updating our local one. They're going to add like a basketball court, a second floor, a ton of new things. A bunch of things I would never use. Uh, well, so same like More construction. They're going to update everything. Is. Just a lot of room. A pool. They're adding a pool. I might uh, do that in a sauna. I, I, you know, I used to do the pool, but the pool and health clubs, spot. they use so much chlorine, and then there's always old creepy dudes they're gonna, swimming. They're going to finish it just in time for Lauren and I to move out of this young neighborhood. Yeah. Neighbor is just too Were young. you guys going to the old people's home? Are you retiring already? Is this it? You get married well, and now you're done? We're going to an older folks' home. 
I'll tell you that much. <sighs> uh, what's this about about Joe Kim Noah? When was his surgery? Well, I guess over the summer he had he had yeah, what right. was called minor knee surgery, yep. and uh, everybody kind of thought everything was fine. And you hear the words minor, you think, okay, well, it's minor. This isn't a big deal. Now, where it is inside Bulls camp, this is going to be something he's going to struggle with all year. And if you know Joe Noah, you know this is a guy who needs all his facilities. He's a guy who has to give 100%. That's who he is. That's what makes him special is his, his intensity and his passion for the game. And if yeah. there's a nagging injury that's going to slow him down, it's going to hurt this team. It's possibly right. going to derail a possible uh, deep run in the playoffs. Well, uh, I got good news. Uh, this Tribune article that I'm reading from Casey Johnson, uh, great, great follow if you're a Bulls fan on Twitter. Definitely, Casey Johnson there. At KC Hoops is what his uh, thing is. But uh, he's talking about how both Derrick Rose and Joe Kim Noah you got to worry about right now. Yeah. Uh, with their minutes. Well, the good news is, Coach Thibodeau, Thib says uh, that they're going to give both of them, only, only going to give them both minutes that they can handle as we start out. And right now with the Bulls, they're, they're more deep. They're, they're more deep. <laughs> They've had more depth than they have in the past. So things are on the upswing with them there. What do you th- what do you think of the World Series, Mister uh, Mister Larger? Well, I thought it was going to be uh, after watching Game One. I thought it was going to be a rout, and uh, Game Two started off. It was two nothing. Yeah. And then next thing you know, boom! Casey comes right back, and um, looks like they didn't look back. No. Yeah, I, I went to a concert last night. I missed it. Called uh, a fella called the White Buffalo, and it's pretty brilliant. White anyway. fella? Huh? Is he a white guy? Yeah. Uh, Is he overweight? What makes you think that? Did he have a beard? Yep. Okay. I can pretty much, it's Hank Jr., only uh, yeah. a little taller. Same voice, man. It's like bluegrass, too. Oh, you'd have loved this show. You'd have loved this show. I think I would have. I, I, it sounds kind of awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm over here and Lauren on the phone, and I know exactly what she's talking about. She thought that it was the guy from Boston calling back. Um, his area code is 603. Yeah. But her next call is from the 630. Oh, okay. So that's why I like threw, boom. Threw my attention span went right over there. You know, I can't. T- I can't keep my attention. No, you on have. You, for very you long. need that focus factor. Hey, the you Bulls ever hear? Legit, man. You ever hear some of these these fight? You know, we know a lot of these MMA guys from oh, uh, Dodge. Ahead. Yeah, and uh, they 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 always were pushing this brain stuff, like some kind of magical brain formula, some kind of pill. And I, I was just I was wondering about that this Who's week. Who's pushing it? Well, Cliff used to talk about it a lot. Uh, is it like the green tea pill or whatever? It's some kind of brain. It like makes your brain function. It's called time. Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one? Yeah, it's legal. No, no. It's something they ordered, and I think Cole Miller was into it. I mean, okay. everybody was talking about this stuff, and it was like it was make your brain. It was steroids for your brain. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I'm sorry. Hey, I didn't mean to this. No, it's all good. Uh, Andrew in St. Charles. Uh is joining us here, not to be confused with Charles in the home of Eastern Illinois University, but uh, St. Charles the and Dr. Bangkok, the home of the Beehive uh, Tavern and Grill. Hey, fellas, how's it going? Great show, Andrew. Welcome back to the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, um, question I want to I call in and the first oh, question that I have for you is it regards it's in regards to uh, where were you at 9 p.m. on August 15th? It was a Saturday. No, it was a Friday. Uh, August. Oh, I was in Nashville, Tennessee. There you go. It was a wonderful time yeah. I had with you, brother. It was a pleasure. It was. To, 
to have you guys at the bachelor party. Yeah, that was fun. Don't, that was the day my guy. Don't ask me where I was at uh, two thirty in the morning, but <laughs> we had a day where we walked around uh, a little bit elevated in mind and 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 maybe a little drunk still from the night before and went record shopping with you with you fellas. Yeah, I had a good time. That was expensive. It, it it caught me. I was either going to get cowboy boots, but then I I got that instead. Andrew, you wanted to talk a little bit about the World Series, if I recall. Yeah, I've been kind of casually watching baseball playoffs in the World Series, and there's been some interesting storylines, whether it be the Royals making the playoffs for the first time in 30 years or the Giants possibly winning three out of five. Um, And it's been some decent baseball, too. But I think one issue MLB is running into is continuous uh, decreasing ratings. And I was curious to see what you guys think baseball could do to fix this, whether this be style of play or if you compare it to other leagues, people say, well, if you watch the NBA Finals, it's star-studded. You either have LeBron or Durant or Duncan. Uh, The Super Bowl, you know, you either have Ray Lewis or Peyton Manning or something to that effect. What does baseball have to do to... Well, admittedly here, I, I haven't been watching the, the games uh, very closely. I've caught a couple innings. I've wanted to, but uh, other things were, were taking it over. But I imagine they're showing some of the Kansas City stars out there, like your Paul Rudd's probably there and the one guy from Anchorman. You know, they, they got that Eric Stone Street. They have that stars right there. But they're still Kansas City. You know, it's uh, the small market. So what are you going to do? And I guess I was looking for more for stars on the field, but – I mean, could you even argue that, I mean, maybe Buster probably the most known player in the series, and I don't think anyone would consider him a star. And even if you look last year, Boston and St. Louis, but it's not the Boston teams of the past. I mean, they really big poppy is the only star they have. It's not guys who are making it into your biggest game, what should be your biggest ratings, pulls, those guys, they're, they're, they're not stars that have been getting pushed. They're not, they're not stars that have been getting the advertisements from Major League Baseball. They're not that, so they're running into an issue with that. Yeah, and I think it's some of it, too, like style of play, or is it just the fact that baseball's lost its luster and it's not America's game anymore? And Maybe that has a lot to do with it's not as popular of a fantasy sport, or I, I don't well, know. Well, that very well could be a part of it that's not as popular, but right now there's a lot of big market teams that are, uh, well, that are down. I mean, here in Chicago, that, that's for sure. Uh, the Yankees, they're probably not doing doing the poll that that you can get. I don't know what what are the ratings, Andrew? Like, uh, is it it's a clear decline in in just the World Series alone? They went up fourteen percent from Game One to Game Two. Okay. Right, but I also read where Game One was the lowest rated Game One in history, which yeah. isn't good news. <laughs> Baseball's is, in trouble. That's very surprising, uh, seeing as the Royals are kind of the darlings of the postseason. You would expect that more people would watch. Heck, as, as a Cubs fan, I want to watch just to see who, who might be available at the end of the season. But have you watched? Nope. Okay. Yeah. So, Alan, I you hear what you think they could do to fix the ratings. What can they do to fix the ratings yeah. for baseball? Yeah. And flamethrowers? There'd have to be some kind of violence added to the game. So get <laughs> flamethrowers. I thought you were talking about, like, a really good pitcher. No, no, that. no. I'm talking about actual like flamethrowers. Kenny Powers there. I was thinking you were going there. Um, what can they do? They need better... I don't know, because I know baseball fans like their commentators. Yeah. You know, I know, I know. from what I understand, the commentators I got for this World Series kind of blow. Um, it's Joe, is it Joe Buck? 
I, you know, I apologize. I, I don't know. I've, like I said, I've been casually watching, but yeah, fair one enough. other thing I wanted to mention too, and I don't know if it makes much of a difference because Boston was in last year, but how much too do you think could be that it's the East Coast bias thing? Or if you watch baseball on ESPN during the year, it's either Boston, Philly, or one of the New York teams are on where you'd never see a Kansas City or you'd probably never see a San Francisco because they play in the late time zone. Right. I There's a little bit of that, that's for sure. But I think that a lot of it is just that it's the bigger market teams are going to be on the big market games. I mean, ESPN yep. wants to show Chicago versus Boston, you know, over and over um, Chicago playing Milwaukee. It's, that's just the way that it is. There's more people. My my problem with baseball, my, my fundamental problem with it is I don't understand the game as well as I should or could. And I think part of that problem is anytime I've watched a baseball game, the old people in the booth are so busy talking about God knows what instead of explaining the strategy and the gameplay that's going on, that it, it, you're not teaching a new generation of fans baseball, unless they're getting it from their parents at home, that the, the sport is just falling apart altogether, where football, it just, it's intriguing. Your commentators are constantly selling the product. They're teaching you the game. You know, there's, there's just more excitement involved with that sport, where baseball, I don't know, I'd rather watch hockey. Andrew, you know, you named the NBA as being a, a more exciting playoff, but I, I want to ask you, I know that they were toying with the idea. They actually did 11-minute quarters in a preseason game. Uh, that's the first part of it. What, what are your feelings on that, being the NBA guy that I know that you are? And then the second part is, do you think that any of the, you know, the thoughts or the rumored thoughts of Major League Baseball that could slow or that could speed up the game a little bit, should be in- implemented. Yes. So the first part's about the NBA, and then the second part's about the Major League Baseball. Yeah, I I think they both kind of have a similar problem. It, it's not that the game is too long. I mean, I think the NBA and MLB, is it's just right timing-wise, but it's the season's too long. I think baseball should be probably 144 games at the max because you got teams playing in April, and then the World Series is on in, you know, October, almost late November. And people don't want to be in the ballpark in April. They're not thinking about baseball then. Um, I think it's the same problem with the NBA. They they probably shouldn't play more than 70 games. Um, the issue you're going to run into there uh, is the revenue loss for the owners. The owners will never agree to that because the players are going to want, you know, the same amount of salary. Maybe the only way to fix it in baseball is by having more double headers. Um, so you can do more, you know, if you do two games on the same day, that could cut down your length of the season if you want to keep it at 162. But then you could run into the issue of more injuries or bullpens being overused. So I definitely don't think it's the length of the game. I think it's the the actual length of the season. I think hockey's got it wrong, too. I think football is the only sport that has it right as far as number of games. Well, I, I have to say the pacing in baseball. I, I mean, two damn games would be just too much. It's too much for the fan. Yeah. I think I agree with you the season needs to be shorter, and I also agree with you the revenue, you can't cut games because of the ad revenue and the TV contracts. And I mean, they're too deeply embedded in, in the whole damn thing. You can't you Correct. Can't But if you could, hell, i do 75 games, seven innings apiece. You go nine innings for the Super Bowl playoffs, whatever the hell those things are, mm-hmm. for the World Series. For the old fall yeah, it, well, and if you look at hockey as well, too, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like the Blackhawks, but their season starts.
starting in the middle of October, and if you're in the finals, you're going to June. First of all, how do these players hold up? Yeah. And second of all, as a fan, how do you stay engaged all year? I mean, I could watch the NBA all the time, but I don't even know if I'm in basketball mood just yet, even though with preseason coming up and whatnot, because, you know, it's still 60 degrees out at 5 o'clock and the sun's shining. It just doesn't feel like, you know, it's it's basketball season or it's hockey season or – well, before we let you go, I just want to know if you uh, if you saw any of Raw and if you're excited at all about uh, the Hell in the Cell, Ambrose and uh, Rollins. I did not see any of it. Uh, I am looking forward to that match. The rest of the card looks kind of lackluster, um, but you never know. You usually get a, a surprise or two in there. So, um, yeah, yeah it's, it'll definitely be worth the watch for only nine ninety nine. <laughs> there was a great segment this week, and you know, back they have it on Hulu now, Raw on Hulu. So it's an hour and a half. They cut it down, and I'm actually enjoying it. They have uh, they had Rollins, and they had Ambrose in the ring, and Ambrose was like wrestling with a Rollins dummy, and it was lame. And then um, Seth Rollins came out, and then he was like, you know, what are you doing? This is pathetic. Then Mick Foley came out, and it was awesome. He put it in nice. effect, like, hey, you know, Ambrose, you're supposed to be the next me. This is your opportunity. This is it. They were in Kansas City. It's like they have their World Series going on right now. Well, Sunday, you guys have your World Series. That's a great this match right here. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I got excited about it, so I'll watch. Andrew, a couple of weeks ago, you're the one who tipped me off to, uh, to The Rock appearing on Raw, and I didn't expect it when he did during the Russian thing. I, I thought he was coming back with Ambrose. I thought Ambrose was going to pick him up on the subway Yeah, and then come back. Well. <laughs> The Rock knew his own way there because he announced it. How is he that good? Uh, right? Is he? Is he? Does, a, anyone, is does he anyone think The Rock would actually ride the subway? Come on now. <laughs> right, Dean Ambrose would. No, uh, well, is he the greatest performer that the WWE has ever seen? All, all around. I think star-studded wise, as far as you know what he's done in Hollywood and everything, I think he's well, got to be I, number I, one. That, I, and then I, I also you got to include the, the mic skills are just tremendous beyond, uh, and his ability to just hold a crowd in the palm of their hand, and actually had me excited. He somehow my dad accidentally swept by the just stage by just chance. by accident and just got happened. to catch part of it with the Rock. Uh, but it just it blows me away how good he was, and maybe it's just maybe ba- go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe Major League Baseball needs the Rock to come out on the field and cut a promo before World Series games, if that's what's going to raise uh, the ratings. So, so last thing, then we'll let you roll. Uh, sure. I heard now last week that it's rumored that Stone Cold's going to come back for one match. They're going to have Hogan versus Cena. I think that uh, Leroy uh, Bad News Brown is going to face uh, Farouk. I'm pretty sure Bad News Brown is dead. Okay, I think he is. He was a great uh, Olympic medalist. Did you know that? Really? He won, uh, like, bronze in the Olympics. Well, I know that he and Brett the Hitman Hart were about to share the uh, that gigantic trophy in a match, and then he kicked him. Yeah, I remember, remember that, that the old Battle Royal after the fact. Andrew, what was that one called? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember now. It was like a King of the Ring, but it was something else. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Yeah, it was a Battle Royal for it. Yeah, anyway. That was awesome. That was old school. Um, yeah. yeah. That's about it, my friend. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us tonight, Andrew. I'm I'm sorry I didn't get to ask your your Boston question to uh, to Jeff Kane earlier about Rondo, but uh, I I'll ask you the question I was going to ask him, and it is about Paul Pierce. Uh, what is it about putting on the Washington uniform that just made him a dick? <laughs> well, I think he's always had a little bit of that in him. That's 
that's what you call when you become a veteran and you start to lose your athleticism, that you kind of take the any means necessary type approach. And I think you see that a little bit with him and KG, and I think you'll probably see that more with Kobe this year, that once the wheels start to go, you really just fight, scratch, and claw and depend on anything you can, whether it be, you know, on-court shenanigans here or there. But uh, I think that's what it's more attributed to is, you know, he's probably 70% of the player he used to be. Although yeah, I still so think he's on the Thanks, Alex. Nice job. Andrew? I think he's one of the more uh, underrated pickups of the year, so I'll be interested to see uh, what he can do for Washington. Well, my friend, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Yep. We do appreciate it. It is the Larcher and Larcher Sports Show. That's Andrew in St. Charles. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Andrew. Well, Andrew in St. Charles. Hadn't heard from him in a minute. Over the airwaves. Man, I dropped off four bags at the laundromat this week. Door is closing. And I, I felt a little weird about it. Because it was like, they were like packed garbage bags. Because I just cleaned up like some old laundry. Uh, like two years ago. How's that going for you? Hey, Kirk, I suggested it, right? What? The drop-off laundry? You might have, yeah. I think, I think so, a couple man. people kept telling me you got to do, it's like not expensive. Michael Gelman, a teacher at the Second City. I remember distinctly one time he said, it's the only way to do it. He said, no, that's it. It's like the word of Gelman. Was, yeah. It's the only way to do it. Jesus. Yeah, I learned a lot from Michael Gelman, and uh, through you, actually, I learned that, because that, uh, that's the only way to do it. I love doing it. I've done it's it. It's so cheap. You know, Lauren and I still do our own uh, our own laundry. Well, I, I would recommend uh, having uh, Rosie, Rosalita do it. I've done it, do since, it. We get, since we've like been together, and she's a bit skeptical about the price for it, because it's more than just going downstairs and feeding the, the dollar into the thing. We have we have cheap laundry here. When you factor in terrible, when but. you factor in water, when you factor in the price of the damn detergent, those those but dryer sheets, the and then the labor of folding. Yeah, no, I'm with you. you. Pay yourself. Pay somebody else to do it rather rather than using up your valuable time. Every two weeks, it costs me thirteen dollars to do laundry. That's not bad. Not bad at all. I never buy soap. <laughs> no, I mean, that's I a buy, new that's I a new buy, drop. I no, buy body soap. Write that one down. That's a drop. I'm cut. I'm cutting that one out. That one's getting <laughs> tweeted. JB's Christ. in the house tonight, tweeting out those favorite things. We're down to the final uh, minutes here of the show, Al. I'd like to thank Lauren for answering the phone calls. We put her to work tonight. We did, yeah. Uh, and a big thank you, of course, to Jeff Kane at Boston Fat Guy uh, on Twitter. He's on the Patriots Beats podcast. You can catch it. Uh, they do the post game show every week. Yeah, I'm definitely. Have to talk about being fat guys either. I wish we would have had a moment. I like that he thinks that uh, he, there's a cause for concern there. Uh, the, the, it's nice to catch the insight. It's nice to hear about how Belichick is. Uh, he talked me off the ledge. I know he would have rather pushed me off the ledge, but he talked me off the ledge. And I'm starting to believe the Bears have a chance. I'm starting to believe that it's the perfect storm, and we may actually pull this one off. And God, please let Brandon Marshall and Tom Brady have amazing games. Well, that's JB, my hope. Thanks for being in here, tweeting out for us. Thanks for having me, guys. It's great to have you. Uh, at Larcher Lorton on Twitter, this podcast. He's uh, our social media guru, yeah, JB. He and he'll be back next week. Uh, we got him. We, we've reeled him in. How awesome is that? Yeah. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast on uh, Wicked on awesome. iTunes, it's so easy to grab us. Part of the podcast app, Al has it. It's an easy thing to have. Oh, you know what I forgot? You can download it just over your Wi-Fi. I forgot to ask the, the Boston guy about that dopey uh, haircut guy. Who's the dopey haircut guy? The wicked awesome haircuts. 
He's a ghost haircut's a wicked awesome. But I hear he's like a slumlord. I don't know. Never mind. Forget it. I, I have I'm no stoned. I have no talking. idea what I'm talking about. It. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with 103. This is a Ricky Ricardo production. This is your old OT, yep, yeah, yeah you know me. Alex, great work with the show tonight. JP, thanks for everything. Lauren, thank you for handling Facebook. Let me tell you about Destiny. The server over at Trader Talks? <laughs> you know, that keeps happening to me. The video game. Okay. It is the most... You remember the movie Predator? Yeah. I feel like I'm, I've become one of the actors in Predator. I get my little guy, he's a hunter... And I joined these British guys, and we go through. We're fighting through the jungles of Mars, and these aliens are attacking us. And you know, the guy, bloke, look out over there! And like people are yelling at you, and you're shooting your guns, and you're looking for weapons. And then this giant boss comes, and everybody's got to figure out how to beat him. This is one of the most exciting games right now, and I highly recommend it. Look for me. My gamer tag is Wild Space Turkey Wino. And come, let's shoot some people down, baby. Earlier, let's take out the aliens, and let's win a victory for the Earth. Al's reaching out tonight. Earlier, he's trying to pick up a date. Now he's picking up game partners. I'll pick up whatever I can except Ebola. Whoa. Don't want any diseases. Or AIDS. I don't want AIDS either. None of the, none of the major diseases out there. You know, they have a list of, like, terrorists that they want, like the top five terrorists. The FBI's yeah. most wanted. Yeah. They should do like that with the, the Center for Disease Control. should have top five Things you don't want, like the worst, like you know, like AIDS or Ebola yeah. or you know, cancer. I mean, all the horrible. Uh, there was a scientific study done. You might have caught the article uh, earlier today. Oh, uh, God knows, I read the medical journal every uh, morning. The ten worst places in the United States to be during the zombie apocalypse. Chicago would have to rank pretty it high. Didn't make the top ten. No. Number eleven. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it's up there. But yeah. I mean, we're 11. we're on, we're I mean, we're all on top of each other. I, I tagged Cliff when I shared this. JB, you guys can attest. Cliff's the guy that you want. You want to be a part of this group. Yeah, absolutely. I want you in my team. Oh, sure. Well. I don't think I'd make Cliff's cut. <laughs> I think Cliff would be that's, like, yeah. That's my thing. Um, I got to I gotta appeal to him. I'm trying to figure out what I can do. If this were like the zombie apocalypse, Cliff would leave me behind in a flash. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And I have a car. I'm at the point where I mean, I have a car. I'm like, I have a great roof. And dogs we can eat in roof. You can look down and you can knock people, you know, you can knock yeah, them right. out. I live in an attic. I got a nice high space. Sure. Yeah, but it's enclosed. It's only one you entrance. You need to be able to breathe. What about food? What do you mean I got a food? I could do a little dolly system down the side. And you probably couldn't crawl up to your rooftop. Well, it's an A-frame, so. Yeah. You couldn't even get on the A, though. Like, you want to get out. But there's, there's the A-frame, and then there's, like, a little I don't think you can do it. I can get out. You guys, it doesn't matter, because Cliff is leaving us behind. Cliff is leaving us behind. He's gone. True. He's already to Georgia. I want to know Forget what I can do. I want to know. Oh, he's going straight for Georgia. <laughs> no doubt about it. Cliff is, yeah. We, we, need, we need to survive out of our I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll take up CrossFit. I'll take up something. You better start now. Let's start training. I'm watching that Utopia and Fox. Ooh, what a disaster. What a, They put so much money into this project. They thought this was going to be their big winner. And they had it on twice a week. They've dropped it down now to one. And now with the World Series, it's not even on this week. And it is bad. But they have a chick on there who's a professional crossbower. Really? Yeah. Wow. She's kind of hot, too. She's like the... 
the hot, sexy one. I mean, she's big. She's a bigger what, broad. But. What makes you a professional crossbow? Well, like she teaches it. She's probably certified in crossbow. I don't know what it takes to be certified in crossbow, but I think she has certification. So. All right. And she makes a living Fair teaching uh, pro- crossbow. So she's a professional crossbow. You know what? People got to make a living. That's one way to do it. And in these uncertain times, that's right. Big ticket We're item. Gonna see it. We're going to see it go down. I'm becoming more and more convinced. Not the zombie apocalypse, but well, uh, there's too many bad they, people that are very smart and have access to certain. But see, they say when 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 if there is an apocalyptic type okay. situation, not necessarily zombies, but if there is an apocalyptic yeah. thing that happens, Chicago is where everybody's going to go because of because the Great Lakes. Like this area is going to yeah. be where everybody ends up. We have up. a great resource. A lot of people don't realize this. Chicago, well, the Great Lakes is the largest body of fresh water in the world. Mm-hmm. And, I do uh, know that by volume. It holds more. Than and we have we're running out of water. And you know, oil is a resource. Pretty soon we're going to have wars over water, and we're right. We're in the thick of it, man. We're in the Gaza Strip of water. You know what? They're finally fixing the leak in the uh, from the apartment. Above. Uh, they're going to come in and take down the, the ceiling uh, this week. And they're, oh, that's going to be pleasant. They're going to help conserve some of that pressure, 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 precious water. What do you mean they're taking the ceiling down? In the bathroom. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be brutal. Yeah. I would strip that bathroom tonight. Dude, I hope it's quick. No, we're going to get it out of there. It's, they're coming Monday. Tonight. All right. Uh, Sunday night, you don't, don't, before you go to Kirkland. Okay. Go to the bathroom and strip it. Strip in the bathroom. Okay. I will. Yeah, I'm going to Kirkland. I won't be able to watch it live, but uh, I'll I'll have the app on the phone. I'll probably watch some of the uh, pay per view. Nice. What about it's been Bears? Nice bringing that back. We're we're back to watching. Yeah. I'm I'm sadly I'm a 35 year old man watching wrestling. Do you see what I was saying? You know how that Orton meme blew up over the week and it was everywhere. Oh, and, those and are awesome. A, a soccer team did it live and yeah. everything. Uh, I think that I. I think that Vince has a good opportunity to get a fan base right now of people who wouldn't have been watching and try to really put on a good show. So it's good to hear from you that Ambrose and Cena had a great promo for it. Yeah. Here's the or thing. Ambrose in the – I'm sorry, not Cena, but Ambrose and the other guy. Just you saying that you're a 35-year-old man who watches wrestling, it kind of empowers me yeah. to go home and watch it. Why not? Who cares what people Who think? gives a damn? It's fun. I yeah. It's, I don't it's care silly. if my girlfriend leaves me. No, no. no she, she would. Wow. No. She'll watch those oiled up men, and before you know record. it, she'll be in. You are on record as saying that. Oh, okay. Video games would make her leave before wrestling. No, oh, then uh, you need to get rid of her. Oh, man. <laughs> what, what is she? She works in the medical industry or something? She's a psychologist. Yeah, well, that's tough to get rid of. But man. I have ADD. That's the problem, and my attention span is <laughs> bad it's the last without video games. Yeah, it's the last one. It's the last uh, game before uh, before the break for the Bears, guys. Dude, I can't, uh, I can't wait for the WWE game. I'm they're going to have the break. They're going to play some rugby yep. over there at Soldier Field. The USA Eagles are going to take on the New Zealand All Blacks. Ever heard of them? So the All Blacks yes. might have a better winning percentage in Soldier Field than the Bears this year. That is that is probably most likely true. Of course, you all know that the Blackhawks have more wins than uh, than the Bears do. Did you, have you heard that? Because the Blackhawks played that game there earlier in 2014. So the one win outdoes the Bears zero wins. Yeah. So does, you know, whatever World Cup team played there this summer and won. Uh, Liverpool was here. I thought it was was Mexico and... 
Oh, there was a Gold Cup final. There, USA well, beat Mexico there or something? Or? No. Oh, okay. There. Just before the World Cup, like a week before the World Cup, is Mexico and somebody else. Okay. I don't know who won, but whoever did. Well, America lost that day. Tell you that much. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, I uh, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, I got things to do, people to go see. And, you're gonna go and do your thing. Uh, Al, Some destiny to play. Uh, Some Madden uh, Super Bowls to win. I'm on five, by the way. Five. Am I gonna have to tell Kyle? Five times Super Bowl champion. Wow. Thanks for doing another show, guys. JB, thanks for being here. Yeah, JB, you can Lord Lawrence on Twitter. Thanks for listening on iTunes. Blog Talk Radio every week. What was that, Al? Boom. We're done. We are. Brady third down and nine out of a shotgun. As Brown to the left side slot, Maroney to the left of Brady in the backfield on third and nine. Red snaps to Tom, back to throw. The rush, he steps up into the pocket, starts to the one minute. Avoids one man, dives for a first down. Guess who he avoided? Well, a Erlacher. What a move by Brady to get the first down. As you look at it again, he makes a move to the left and then runs around Erlacher to the right, slides down for the first down to the Chicago 13-yard line. I'll bet you Erlacher thought he was going to do the hook slide and go down and wasn't ready for that little wiggle move that Tom Brady came up with to get upfield. First and 10 at the Bears, 13. Evans in the, takes the handoff, comes straight up to the left side. Sometimes friends are mean. Present company expected. Present company. Is it possible for you to shut the fuck up for 10 seconds? Shut up, you mouth! Shut your damn cake in every way. This is a Ricky Ricardo production. Hey, Randy Travis here. Be sure and listen to The Morning Show with Big Al, your pal, on your country alternative 98.5 WACF.